Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this afternoon. Thank you for, I'm not a novice, thank you for the opportunity to preach and to teach. Thank you for this voice that is heard all over. Let it continue to ring in the ears of those who hear. May the Holy Spirit move through this medium as I speak in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so, we're talking about opportunities, isn't it? And um, we're saying that opportunity is a chance to advance or progress. Opportunity means a good chance for advancement. I was saying on Sunday in church, right, that opportunities are not the same in the world as in a Christian world. Opportunities in the world, you can see it if you have eyes. You get a job at this oil and gas company. They've given you your salary, a uniform allowance, um, uh, uh, what, over time this. So when you look at the whole thing, the package, the remuneration package that they are offering, I mean, it's like at the end of the day, you're collecting like 2,500 US dollars. And you're only 22 years old. I mean, Adam, it's fantastic. It's an opportunity. You leave the job where you are at, where you are receiving 80,000 Guyanese dollars and take up this is a great opportunity. Do you, do you understand? But in the spiritual realm, opportunities don't look so favorable. When Jesus called Peter and his brother Andrew to come and follow him, was it an opportunity or not? It was. But they had to leave their fishing business. To walk behind Jesus. At a point, Peter said, wait, Jesus, I could ask you something. We have left everything to come and follow you. What are we going to get? It means that Peter realized he had left something that is an opportunity in another world to come and follow Jesus in another world that doesn't look so promising. And it's like that in the church also. It's like when you leave the things you are doing in the world to come to church to not do those things anymore, it looks like your life is going down. When I left where I used to live in Europe to come here and to preach and start churches and all of that and to find you, it looked like a very bad decision because I was leaving. I was there recently. You should come and see the snow. Yeah, if you see, it's the snow, the cold that has given me four days cold. Where I was staying, I called the people. I said, I, I need an extra heater. So they brought me an extra heater. Yeah. No, it's minus four degrees. We are in 30, 31, 32 degrees here. Then you go down to zero to freezing point, minus four. When you're walking on the road, you have to be careful because you, you slip, you slide. Yeah. Very wonderful environment. 
Yeah. Snow. Things are just all over the place. I went to a shop called Media Markt. I know that shop for many years. JP, when you go to you, you somebody who's technical, you go crazy. You get the gadgets. If it's, if it's headphones, it's like from the beginning here to the end. Different brands, different types, different prices. Big. The shop is, if you want to buy a TV, the shop is, is the sections are divided into the size of the TV. So this is 32 inch. This is 40 inch. So you can see all the inches you want to see. Up and down. Big, huge. Yeah, you'll be there. Yeah, you'll be there. I was, I was telling the folks that, you know, one day in the near future, I'll bring a group for the conference that we have there in the Netherlands. And I'm sure you're going to go with me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there. <laughs> so remember that an opportunity is a good chance for advancement or progress. And opportunities in the kingdom of God are different from opportunities in the world. You can meet a young man in church who really doesn't have a car. Doesn't really have money. He's actually now looking for a job. But you'd be surprised it's a great opportunity to say yes to him if he proposed to you. In the world, he has to park his car. He has to get down and be shaking keys like that. Even your mother will say, girl, you don't want stupidness. <laughs> no, but I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how the opportunity is in the world. But in the Christian realm, it doesn't look so promising. Yes. That is why Jesus said, if you do not lose your life, if you lose your life, you will gain it for my sake. But if you don't, if you don't, uh, uh, if you don't lose, if you, if you gain, you lose. Are you there? So understand that I am not necessarily talking about the natural opportunities. Because what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? I'm talking about the supernatural opportunities. It is this difference in opportunities that, that will make a pastor get a green card and then leave his church and move away and go and live in another country. And then leave the church. I, I, know, I know something like that. Some, somebody who has left a church and gone. I mean, a few people have done that, if not a lot. And then what happens is that you see pastors moving from church to church preaching because this church doesn't have a pastor. So if they do service here at 6 o'clock, you go and do service here at 8 o'clock, and then one at 10 o'clock, and that's it. Because the three churches, there's no permanent pastor. Because the pastor who used to be there got a green card. I have a dream, the American dream, to prosper here. And what? You know the song. I will get a green card. You know the song. Hi. You come to the studio again. <laughs> yeah. So we are looking at the prodigal son as a classical or a classic example of somebody who had an opportunity. The Bible says a certain man had two sons. You remember? And the younger Unfortunately, the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. 
and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with a husk that a swine did eat, and no man, no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? I perish, I perish here with hunger. I will arise, and I will go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. When he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Those days, you, you, you can kiss your son. I don't know whether you can kiss your son these days. The Bible says, kiss each other, kiss one another with a holy kiss. Yeah, some people, you know, kiss is very different. It's like the hearts that we're looking at. The green heart, uh, silver Bali and Kabakali. The red heart, the black heart, different types of heart. Depending on the, the heart you're looking at. Kiss is also very, very different. A French kiss. There's a kiss they, they do in France. We have Guyana kiss. It's like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we have uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, canal number two kiss. <laughs> now, if, if you look at this guy, he was the younger of two sons. And he was growing up in a very secured, very covered, very established environment. He didn't have to take the parachute and jump out of the plane. It wasn't necessary. Everything was being settled. Everything was just being gathered for him. But one day, he felt like there was something attractive out there. And that's what sometimes happens to us. When you are at church, you think that you are missing something out there. It's like people are making money out there, so why don't I just leave church and go and make money? But like if, when you look at an apple, hey, it's not every opportunity that's a good opportunity, you know. She blew it. So whoever was talking to this guy, whoever he had on his WhatsApp contacts, whatever TikTok videos he was watching, and was trying to encourage him that if you go far out there, you do well. My son was telling me the other day, was it yesterday or the day before? He was asking me why he cannot work and make some money. I said, bye. You better get that stupid thing out of your head. <laughs> A time will come, you know if you want to work, if you don't take care. You, you, you have to enjoy life that you don't have to do anything. All you want, you get it. Like ATM, you go, you punch your pin code and the money is dead and it's coming. You want to work? No problem. I'll send you to Samaria to go and do some construction. <laughs> the guy had a good opportunity to be with his father who apparently was so successful that he had gathered a lot of riches. Then now the little boy tells his father that he should act like he's dead 
execute his will. Give him half of what he is due him. And then he's he, he going he to try something. It, it, it is the, the temptation that there's something out there. Ladies and gentlemen, you see, even in the church, as much as most men don't come to church, you may, you may be deceived that if you get a man outside of the church, it will be good. Maybe you have a song, every man is a man. Church man or, or on church man is a man. <laughs> it could be a song. Eh? Honey can sing it for us. Church man or no church man is a man. Yeah. And anybody is a man. No, 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 no. It's a deception. Sometimes it is better to wait a little longer than get into something that you will get out of in a short time. Should I say it again? Sometimes it's better to wait just a little longer than to get into something that you go in and then just after a year you want to get out. It is not all that glitters that is gold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was exciting the studio this afternoon. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so one of the things that we we're trying to look at is five good opportunities wasted by the prodigals. And the first one is that he wasted the opportunity to benefit from the advice his father gave him. Advice. And I spoke about that advice. That you need advice in almost anything you do. You need advice when you're going to get married. You need advice when you're choosing subjects. That's why they do career day. So that, you know, sometimes people will come and then show this is, you can do this. You can do that. When you're streaming secondary school, they come, they, the, the teachers will come and tell you why you should choose the business department. The HOD will come and do some nice talk. Then the science HOD, science stream HOD also come and talk some nice talk. And then the arts and then the tech. And when, you, when they finish, you actually don't know which one to choose because everybody really campaigned for their, for their department. Are you there? You need advice. You need to know what I can do with physics, chemistry, biology. You need to know what you can do with POB, POA, OA, and all those things. You need to know what I can do with technical drawing, building, tech. You need to know that. The advice is important. This guy, apparently, if you, if, if you see the fact that the father had even something to give to him means that the father was very, very successful. It means that if he had stayed and if he had continued to stay, he would have benefited from the experience the father has and the wisdom the father has. Yeah. I was talking to somebody earlier and I was telling him that, you see, whenever I advise you, you don't take it. And so go and look for a second opinion out there. I will not want you to disrespect because I've been a pastor for over 28 years. And I'm a professional. There's nobody who has been doing something for 28 years whose advice you will rubbish. If I've been selling vehicles for 28 years, do you think if you come to my, my shop and I tell you this is a good car to buy, you doubt my, my expertise? I played football for 28 years. You see how many radio and TV stations will want me to come and give uh, uh, my opinion about this match. Oh, Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid, those things. Because I have been doing it for 28 years. So I tell you, don't, don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect me. Go and look for a second opinion because I'm a professional. 28 years in this profession. I didn't just come the other day. 
And so when I tell you something that you should know about the Bible and what you should do, you should take it. Don't let me waste my time talking and talking and talking and you're not listening to what I'm saying. Even professionals, they charge you for their services. That's what we call professional fees. Consultation fees. Because what they have acquired, the knowledge and the wisdom they have acquired, they will not let you come and sit in front of them for 15, 25, 30 minutes and not value them for that. That's what some people don't like it when you say, oh, if you're going to see the man of God, you should take a gift with you. They say, hey, what's that? It's money, 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 money. When you go to the lawyer, tell the lawyer it's money, 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 money. If you go and see the doctor, tell him it's money, 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 money. Yeah. Yeah, go and tell, ah, but liar, I come to sit here and do a little, little talk, you collecting money. You can't tell him that. But when you come to a pastor who is a professional for 28 years, is anointed, has the power of the Holy Ghost upon him, you just want to come and rubbish the person's presence. Somebody got to be crazy. Yeah. So advice. The Bible says in the multitude of counseling, there is safety. You have a book that you need to go through for six months before you marry. Hey. You try and see. You should ask those who are married. There are problems. Those who didn't come for counseling, those who came but don't remember anything. <laughs> you should ask them. Yeah, you know. There's a... Because people, people think that, you see, once I get somebody and I love the person, love is just understanding one another. Uh, and then it's finished. Understanding one another? Understanding complete? I beg you. <laughs> Marriage is just understanding one another, loving one another, and understanding another? That's a very naive way of looking at marriage. Marriage has so many things to come with it. You have to even know the definition of marriage. The reason why marriage exists. Finance in marriage. Anytime, anytime I talk about finance in marriage, the ladies, they laugh when I, when I tell them what I... I don't want to tell you today, but those who know me, they know when I say it. According to the Bible, they laugh. They say, Bishop, this, this Bible can't work here, so... It can't give me man no money. It's, me money is me money. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you there? So advice is very, very important. Don't waste the opportunity to be advised. And there are many people sometimes who advise you not for your own good, but for their own good. And so if you happen to be in a church where you have a relationship with your pastor who advises you, who guides you, you, sh- you shouldn't waste it. Yeah, you shouldn't waste it at all. The second thing we looked at or we're looking at is um, that he wasted an opportunity to be great. The thing is, his foolishness was in the fact that what he took, he went to waste it. The greatness that the father was preparing for him, if he had waited, they say if you are born on, on a hill, it doesn't take long for you to get tall. It's a proverb in my native language. And that's how, what it means in English. That everybody's born on the ground, on the, on, on, a, on a flat surface. But people who, are, who come from rich backgrounds, they are born on hills. So when you are trying to stand on a flat ground and they are trying to stand on a hill, who is taller? They have foundation. The family business. They have different branches all over the country. 
they, 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 don't, they don't now have to come and work for their own money. They are born into money. This guy was born into money. This guy was raised in money. His father was so wise. His father was so uh, uh, capable that he built estate for his two sons. If only he had waited, what he went to waste, it would have even doubled or tripled. He would have then also gained more understanding in life. But he wasted the opportunity to be great. As we are all in the church, there's greatness ahead of you. Tell your neighbor, there's greatness ahead of you. Do you believe it? Yeah. So don't, don't waste it. Don't waste it. Yeah. I mean, people like, you know, me and Goldie, we're we almost done. You know, we got to... <laughs> Even us who are older, there's still greatness ahead of us. The sky is the limit. But those of you who are younger, tell it greatness, oh. Greatness, don't, don't let anything get into your head and get hay fever or get coronavirus and begin to say, you know what, giving a portion of goods that falleth unto me and then you take your journey into a far country and waste your substance on a riotous living. You have, you see, the greatness that is ahead of you, you can mess it around. You can mess it up. You can mess it up. You can. You can. Jack, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. You can mess it up. You can mess it up. And this happens to mostly younger people. Because young people are hasty. They want everything to happen quick. They want to reach there now. They want their results now. But if you're a little older, you realize that results don't just come. Yeah, if you've been in church building for a while, you realize actually... This 30 people that people have, it's not very easy to come by 30 people. <laughs> I've been going to Bagosville all my life. I've still not seen 30 yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the opportunity to be great is right ahead of you. Do not waste it. I remember many years ago, growing up as a Christian, I had a story of a, 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 a Christian lady in a particular church who had been so faithful in the church for many years. And then she was in her late 40s. It's in a country in Africa. And, um, you know, she was always talking to her pastor about marriage. Marriage, 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 marriage. The pastor says, you know what? Sister, don't worry. God will come through for you. In his own time, he makes all things beautiful. And sister said, yes, pastor, I believe it. Yes, pastor, I believe it. They entered into a particular year, and the sister went to tell the pastor, you know what? This year, by December... If God doesn't show himself, I'm out. True to her words, the year ended, she went out, took a boyfriend outside the church. The month, like in January, there's a brother who used to be in that church who migrated to a foreign country. And he had been blessed by God and he said he was ready to marry, find a wife and marry. So he called his pastor and said, Pastor, is Sister Rebecca still in the church? He said, why? He said, Pastor, you know, God has blessed me. I'm now ready to marry. And I, I remember her, how she used to be faithful and serve the Lord. And she's the only one my mind is on. 
And so I'm, I'm calling just to make sure that she's there. And if you can help me talk to her, I want to propose to her, marry her. An opportunity has slipped by. I'm sure somebody's coffee sister Rebecca somewhere. Was a brother who had traveled migrated is now prosperous. He's coming back. You see, there's greatness ahead of you. If only you can wait. If only you can stay around for a little longer. If only you'll be patient. Greatness is ahead of you, I tell you. So don't waste your opportunity to be great. Judas missed it. Oh, Judas, Reverend Judas Iscariot missed it. Bishop Dr. Judas Iscariot, he missed it. If only he had just waited a bit to be faithful, he would have also received the power of the Holy Ghost. He didn't get it. When the Holy Ghost came upon the disciples, Judas wasn't there to get some. Judas didn't get a chance to speak in tongues. When the miracles started happening, Judas didn't see it. He didn't see Peter and all his, this his brothers that he had grew up with. Do you know all the things that he did? Don't miss your opportunity to be great. 2024 is your year of greatness. I said 2024 is your year of greatness. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you for the opportunities that only you bring our way. Lord, open our eyes to supernatural and spiritual opportunities. And all the ones that will give us things that will wear away, that will wear off or that will disappear. Thank you for greatness that is ahead of everyone who is under the sound of my voice. I bless you. I give you praise. A blessing our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. You are not saved. You are not born again. Say, Bishop, please pray with me. Say this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father. I'm a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I receive Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. Offering time. 614-7909. MMG number. Give your offering. All right? <laughs> Give your offering. We have offering bag around also. We're taking the offering. 614-7909. MMG number. Give your offering. God will bless you. Father, bless everyone who is giving. Let the good of this land be released into their lives as they give. In Jesus' name. Amen. So give $5,000. Give $10,000. This is not a novice church. If you're a church member, give it. I believe God is going to bless you. Your tithe also, a tenth of your increase, you can also send it to us. 614-7909. I believe God will bless you. Father, thank you for blessing our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I'll see you next week. You can hear more of Bishop Collins live Sunday at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. at Good Shepherd Church. Off Stanley Town Road to South Section Canal No. 2, West Bank de Marara a short distance from the Conservancy Dam. The Good Shepherd Church is the church with direction for your life. Contact us for more information on plus 592-614-7909. Are you ready for a life-changing experience? Attend the Art of Ministry Conference 2024 with Bishop Victor Collins Asabra. If you are a pastor, church worker, or a serious Christian, and you desire to deepen your understanding of the ministry, don't miss this conference. Happening live from February 22nd to the 24th, 2024, at the West Bank Cathedral, Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank, Demerara, Guyana. Be sure to save the date. 
register today call or whatsapp us at 592-614-7909 or 592-683-0821 we can't wait to see you there we hope you have been blessed by this message for more information on the ministry of bishop collins please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.